Welcome to Good News. I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. I thought we were going to be racing for who gets it this time. Oh. <laughs> I was giving you one little second to slide in. No, no, no. It's yours. Uh, all right. So we've got some good news for this week. I cannot wait to hear it. I am totally in the dark with these. So I'm excited to hear some great news for the first time. The only thing is, I think, I mean, you probably know about some of these because uh, social media. Yeah, maybe. But we'll see challenges challenges yeah so i've been doing all my challenges except uh, for so for people that don't know i did uh, my challenge for this week was doing 100 sit-ups every single day um i actually skipped yesterday so i need to make up for it by doing 200 today but we but went for a long walk yesterday to replace it True. Mm, it doesn't replace nah, it. Okay. <laughs> but thank you. I see what you're trying to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I would say successful challenge if yeah. I do the 200 before tonight, which I will. Yeah. How about you want to take I did, over? I did well. Yeah. I, got a, I did them all and mm -hmm. uh, I have a new one. So you just redid our balcony, right? Yeah. So our balcony before was sort of, it was sort of a storage facility for uh, kind of kind of it was more like uh spiderville yeah. yeah so we redid our balcony about a year ago yeah and we went all out yeah we got the nicest like comfortable like cushions yeah. and we turned we turned it it was really nice and the thing is is that it gets dirty very quickly. You have to clean this balcony like every single day because there's a lot of traffic that goes in and out. Right. So there's a lot of dust, dust and all that. Yeah. So not only that, but we have palm trees everywhere. And um, like the height of the palm trees, they're like directly where our balcony is. So there are spiders. So as soon as one day we're laying out and we saw a big spider, we're like, uh, mm -mm. we went back inside. We, we just haven't really enjoyed the balcony for over a year. So everything just kind of turned into a black dust even right. the table out there yeah. the, it was so dirty um so like i wiped it down i i painted the table over the top of it and um yeah we got new rugs yeah it's our new favorite place in our apartment where yeah. we go out there every morning it's now so and nice. we uh it makes both of us feel like we it, it makes us feel like we're starting the day on vacation yeah it's it, something that we weren't doing before but that's something we would do if we were in don't even think of comparing it. <laughs> I saw it's your like an overwater bungalow out yeah, there. Yeah, I saw your mouth. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's like Bora Bora uh, out there. Yeah, um, not uh, really. No. Um, <laughs> anyway, so it's so okay. So that was just we uh, need we need to go on another vacation because that's the only one we've been talking about for the past year. Um, so so my point I'm bringing up the balcony is this. Mm -hmm. My new goal. And this isn't just for the week. This is going to be for the rest of quarantine, but it's starting now. Yeah. I'm going to leave this quarantine looking like I just got back from from vacation. Yeah. I'm going to... That is easy. Why? I am already sunburned from... And it was two days. <laughs> <laughs> I literally... You guys, I'll probably be peeling. It's so crazy. I got a wonderful tan yeah. sitting out there. I know. It, it was actually surprising. All I right. So do you think I should do for the next week? I just, my goal would, would it be once quarantine's over and we leave the nest, I want somebody to say to me, whoa, where were you? Bora Bora? <laughs> I mean, I highly doubt that interaction will happen, but. Hey, you stranger. Where'd you just come back from? Quarantining in Bora Bora? 
<laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That's my new goal. How do okay. you feel about it? Yeah. And that includes great. like, like, you know, doing the workouts with the bands and, and the, the, our ab thing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Got to do it now. Yeah. All right. But what's your weekly goal? I don't know. I haven't thought about <laughs> it. I haven't thought it through. Uh, how about um, release a new or release an audio book for kids? I love it. Don't yes. Me. That is what we are going to be working on. Actually, I'm going to be doing one of the voices too. Yes, you are for the first one. <laughs> Actually, can, should I tell what yeah, happened with the it. other experience? Yeah, let's talk book? about it. Okay. So uh, Amanda had this great idea for me to record... Um, a book, a kid's book, a uh, Shel Silverstein book mm-hmm. and, uh, and do all the different characters, uh, because I do it for her sometimes. Yeah. It's, he, can I just say, uh, he's so good at it. And before bed, he was reading Lafcadio to me and he just does so all the character voices and it's so unique and it's so fun. And I just felt like it's, it's such a treasure that yeah. you can do this. So the book we were talking about is Lafcadio, The Lion Who Shot Back. I don't know why, I hadn't read it in a while, but I do love that book because I love all the different characters in it. But I never really thought about what it's about. Yeah. And I'm not a gun guy. Yeah. Uh, at all. I'm yeah. I'm petrified of guns. Yeah. I never held one, don't ever want to. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the book is about Lafcadio, this lion... Yeah. And he joins the circus and he becomes his famous shooter. So I recorded the first chapter. It was so much freaking fun. It was so good. I love doing it. Maybe I'll put out the first chapter. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, we we were we were watching it back and we both were like a lot of gun talk. Yeah, and we didn't realize. I, didn't, I never I, you know, I was young and I just never really So I never really thought it Yeah. Thought that so we scrapped through. it. So we scrapped it. And when he says watch back, it's because the his audio is um, matched up to a video where it shows each page. So right. it's a read along. Right. So this is for kids. And I think it would be great for teachers, for parents. Yep. Um, I mean, it's everybody's quarantined. So it's so nice to give back to community like this. So we scrapped that. And we have decided that we are going to be reading The Giving Tree. Yes. Which is my favorite book. Yes. And um, I, we will be reading it together. I will be the tree yep. and you will be the boy. Yeah, I'll be the narrator and the boy. And so, uh, we're going to get that out. So my goal is to get that out this week. I love that goal. Well, I'm going to think about the first chapter of Lafcadio. I guess it would be sort of weird because it's like, why just one chapter? Yeah. Um, let us know if you really, really want to hear it. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Okay. Thank you. So for my challenge, I'm going to be doing push-ups every day, but as many as I can do. Max, max push-ups. Yeah. Max, max push-ups out. every day. Okay. Done. Keep me accountable. I will. Uh, all right. Should we get into the good news? Yeah, let's do it. Another week of birthday parades for kids. You know, we, we told that story last week oh, of yeah, the yeah, girl yeah. who, it was her, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she had to cancel her birthday party and her family and neighbors and neighborhood sort of threw a parade for mm-hmm. her. That was um, so nice. And and more and more people caught on to that. They're, those were happening all over the place oh, wow. this week. Another week of big donations from, you know, people like Drew Brees donating $5 million to Rihanna donating $5 million and many, many more. So those are all great. Another week of love stories. I'm sure you all uh, heard the story about the the boy, the bubble boy, I guess we'll call him. Oh, yeah. Well, the only and, reason I saw it was because you showed me. Maybe I wouldn't have seen it. Oh, well, I'm, I, gosh, I feel like it's been all over the place. Yeah. Well. But there's this, I'm, uh, 
I'm not going to tell the story, but it's about a <laughs> guy and, and he, he he's he, in a relationship now with his across the street neighbor because he sent a drone over to her yeah. with like a note. So, and then he put a bubble on to yeah. go like see with her. But anyway, they're dating now. But anyway, um, <laughs> there's been love stories that are popping up because yeah. of this. So many friendships and bonds growing and being formed from this experience. Yeah. Which is surreal on so many levels. I think the humanity side of all of this is just wild. Yeah. It's, like, it's like we're all coming together. We're all, we all have that one thing in common that ties us together. Yeah. Also, uh, Zoom has been great. Yeah. We Zoomed with my family yesterday. It was so fun. And you get sort of sucked into the Zoom where you sort of forget where you are. Yeah. You, it, yeah. It, it, it's nice. I, I made a comment. I was like, whoa, I just really was in this world for a little bit. And everybody sort of snapped out of it too. And everyone's like, whoa. Like, oh, oh, we're God. not all hanging out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So Zoom's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this whole, I, I feel like in 20 years when we talk about this experience, it's mm-hmm. the humanity side of it that we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Like those moments where you're walking, you're on your daily walk or whatever. And you know, you swerve onto the street because somebody else is coming on the sidewalk and you have this moment where you look at each other and you know, sometimes you don't say anything, but it's this look yeah. that's like, you know, yeah, well, I, this is nuts. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, I'm scared and, and you're scared, but I, I love you fellow human. <laughs> we love each other. I don't know you, but I love you. Yeah. Like I, we, we can just feel, we know the first time in, I, in our history, at least uh-huh. that you can walk past somebody and you know that everybody is going through something similar, totally. different levels, of course, depending on where you live and everything. But, but there's similar, we can't go and visit family, mm-hmm. some of us and, you know, just, just everything. So it's really nice. We actually went for a walk. Um, we've been going out for, we, we didn't go out for a walk for a whole week. So seven days we were in the, our, our home and we felt like hamsters. So we went for a walk mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of those interactions where we didn't talk to people, but there was this one lady. I was going to bring this up. <laughs> I was going to bring it up. Go ahead. No, you bring it no, up. No, no, no. Please, please, please. <laughs> there was this one lady. She was so sweet and like, you usually you say hi, you know, to yeah, somebody, you right, know, that's right. usually the extent that it goes, but she was just like, hi, how are you doing? What did she say she, again? She, she asked us how we were, but it wasn't, it wasn't. It caught me off guard. I barely even, I said. I, I think, I think it was, it wasn't what she said. It was how she said it. Yeah. She really wanted to know how we were doing. Yeah. Like she really wanted yeah. to know. Yeah. And we both like felt it uh-huh. so like we've uh, never seen her before. Uh, it was very visceral yeah yeah totally and she was so sweet and we had this sort of very short conversation with her but it was so meaningful i yeah. felt like i don't even think it was a conversation she it, said literally said yeah. one word to us i guess so and yeah i don't even think we said like i think we were both sort of because uh, <laughs> when we walked away we were both emotional about it and we were like oh my god that was so sweet but uh she what did she say again she said something like hi are you guys doing good or something like that and i don't remember the exact words it, she used but, but i wrote down i wrote this down to remember to bring this up oh, okay. and i wrote down specifically i don't remember what she said yeah but it, just, it was the way she said it that yeah. was unlike anything i'd ever yeah, it, it, it's before. kind of like though that quote that here I go with these quotes. I don't here know. we go with the something quotes. Something uh, I'm pretty sure it's Maya Angelou. Don't quote me. <laughs> don't quote don't me quote on the her. quote. Don't quote me quoting her. Yes, but it's just sometimes you don't remember what people say, but yeah. you always remember how they make you feel. That was it. Yeah. So we maybe, were both moved by that moment. Yeah. For sure. So maybe if you're going on a walk and you just ask somebody how they're doing, 
You know, she was walking. So she, we had, it was interesting because we knew that she wasn't going to stop and talk to us. She just really quickly wanted to just let us know that, you know. Yeah, definitely. cared. I, I just feel like it, those are the things that we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. when we look back on this. And then the other thing I wanted to just say really quickly, I know we've talked about it, but I don't think that we've talked about it on here uh-huh. yet, is I think that people are so appreciative of each other more than ever before yeah because of this like it's so true somebody yeah. picked these carrots yeah like, this was a human yeah person who is just like me who is yeah. feeling the same way i'm feeling d- did this. so i feel like yeah. the people are putting identities to sort of these things that yeah. we would think were yeah. oh that's just my delivery man yeah no i, g- I guess i guess beyond what we've experienced because, for example, sure. like you have that experience with the delivery sure. in your past. So sure. you've after that experience, you've always thought of it differently. That's true. Me too at restaurants. I've been to restaurants, so I have always think of them very differently. Right. But there are things that we haven't experienced, like the people that the farmers that are actually on the fields picking the foods. Yeah. I never had an experience well, close right, to that. Right. So it's a, it's a different kind of appreciation. Now, yeah. I feel like yeah. for these jobs, especially like farmers, janitors, maintenance uh, mm-hmm. workers, uh, mm-hmm. delivery, anybody who is working right now yeah. through this. Yeah. The reason I bring up janitors and maintenance is it's my transition to the first story. Oh, you ready? Yes. So two weeks ago, before school, two weeks ago. Imagine, think about how much was different two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago before schools had been canceled, all schools had been canceled, mm-hmm. and shutdowns were happening regularly, there was a school in Vermont that did shut down because a staff member came down with the virus. Uh. And despite the school shutting down, janitors still had to go in and cleanse the school. Mm-hmm. That's when one of the students' moms, Brooke Thomas, posted on Facebook that the community needs to do something to show appreciation to these custodial workers. Not only were they exposing themselves to the virus, but to many harmful chemicals now as well. Yeah. So she started a fundraiser that was just meant to reach the people in the community uh, with hopes of raising around $200 that they could divvy up between the workers. Mm -hmm. But... By the time Brooke woke up the next morning, she had raised over $2,000. Wow. And a few days later, received a total of $7,450 that she would disperse to all the janitors and custodians at that school. That is so nice. So this was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And since then, so many campaigns have been launched throughout many states now mm-hmm. to raise money for janitors in schools, apartments, uh stores, restaurants. One school in Massachusetts has raised about $10,000 for those uh, janitors. Wow. And it just... so great. It really... But it just made me think that, you know, that is a job that goes so underappreciated and is now being hailed as heroic, Mm -hmm. as it should be. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really nice. that is really nice. Yeah, that had, that got my brain going with like, oh, what can we do in our community? Yeah. So I wanted to read a letter that was left on a neighbor's door. Not our neighbor, just yeah. some random neighbor. Hey, neighbor. I know this is kind of weird, but I just wanted to tell you that you're doing an amazing job. Our bedroom walls are thin, so we can hear the crying, but my heart just melts at how patient and loving you are. I hear the giggles and laughing all the time, and it's truly comforting to witness compassionate parenting. 
These times are super hard, and I know we're all doing our best. Just wanted you to know that we're here for you. If you need anything, groceries, bottle of wine, snacks, we're single at home, so there's less risk for us. You're doing amazing. You are supported. You are loved. Laura and Joe? I can't read what his name is. Oh, that is so nice. A part of me is like, oh my gosh, so I mean, so sweet. But a part of me can't help put myself in the shoes of the neighbor thinking, what else have they heard? Yeah, I know, <laughs> totally. I was like, whoa. I know. I th- that was my first thought was, oh, so you can hear me thinking in my room <laughs> with thin walls? Oh, boy. Uh, I was going to uh, say thinking, but. Um. I <laughs> but I, I think it's the kid's room because oh. the parent, they just said parenting. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I misread that. Oh, but, my gosh. But um, I know but, I thought but, the same but thing. But it's so great. It's a great message. Yeah, it's a great it's, message. A, a great intention. Yeah. After reading that, I'd be like. Hello? <laughs> just testing the levels here. So but now, can you hear me now? Just tap once if you can hear me now. Oh my God, that is so funny. We've had so many experiences. We've like got that. thin walls over here too, so we have heard it all. Yeah, oh my gosh. One time we had um, le- one of the leasing, the this, this woman that worked at the leasing office, she, they were our neighbors. Yeah, the manager of the building. Yeah, the manager of the building. And we heard her husband speaking very loudly to another woman, which I, of course, thought it was her, um, very sexually. Yeah. And it was very clear. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I called Joey and I was like, oh, my gosh, I just heard this, this and this. Like, it's so loud. I was walking into the building and I said, no, you did not, because (laughs) I'm looking at her right now and she is not on the phone. I know. I was like, Oh, so I ran upstairs and I could hear it too. And yeah, it it was was, like he was like sitting against the wall or something. It was so loud that day. Anyways. um, So because of that experience, when I heard that, anyways, it's really sweet. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Next. Next. Okay. So Julie Ben David Mm -hmm. is the owner of a flower shop in Boston. She was devastated when it was announced that non-essential businesses would have to close, which would mean she would now be missing out on Easter and Passover sales, as well as spring orders. This is like her biggest time. Yeah. She's had the shop since 1995 and feared that this was it. Yeah. Until Monday, a week ago from today, as she was getting ready to close up, literally that day, mm-hmm. a mystery man called and bought everything she had left. Oh, my gosh. The caller, who remained and wants to remain anonymous, requested that 10 large bouquets were to be delivered to people around town. And Julie thought at first that he was joking. Mm -hmm. You know, she was literally packing up to leave and close down her shop. And the call came. Yeah. Wow. She couldn't believe this was happening, but it was. The caller did not want any credit for his unbelievable act of kindness, not only spreading flowers all over town, but keeping Julie's shop alive as well. That is so sweet. Mystery man. Nicely done. Nicely done, mystery man. Aw, that is so good. everything in there. He said, give me everything you got. Yeah. Price up everything. 
Clear that, it out. That is so sweet. Amazing. So he's keeping her shop alive. That's so great. Nicely done. All right. I have a, another thing I want to read. I love that story. I have a tweet. Okay. These, so I have like some longer stories, some quick stories, yeah, some yeah, tweets. Yeah. I got a, I got a got some mixed all. bag today. I like it. I like it a lot. So I have a tweet to read you. And I don't know who tweeted this because they blocked their own name and their own picture. Okay. So uh, I can't give them credit or recognition, but they said this. My grandma, who is in isolation, accidentally dialed a wrong phone number yesterday and spoke to a random lady also isolating for 20 minutes about her life. They've exchanged numbers so they can keep in contact and meet up once this is all over. And I just think that's lovely. Oh, that is so sweet. That's a great a friendship. Yeah. This is, this I, I is, want to know how that happened. Like yeah. She called and she's like, hello, Barbara? And, and this lady's like, no, this is Susan. And then, like, and oh, then well, she, yeah. do you and, want to talk? And they just talked and now they're friends. You have to have a great personality to do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and when they do meet up and they do become friends, like they get to explain to people, this is how we met. This is how we became friends. You know what? It's unreal. Yeah, it's unreal. And you know, this is, this is reminding me of that show. Which one? That show that trended, I never watched, finished, but you watched the whole thing. Oh, Love is Blind? Yeah, Love is Blind. Like, all of these, like, are people going to start, you know, on these dating apps, people aren't meeting up, but yeah, they're, but, like... Yeah, but it didn't really work on that show. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't think, I don't think so. Yeah, but don't you think you get to know each somebody even more if you're constantly, like, texting and talking right, and there true. isn't that much time? True. No, never mind. No, I, I, I see, I get your point. So now I have two pictures okay. that I wanted to share and bring up. I know you guys can't see these pictures. I was about to say what? But I'm going to describe them, tell a story about them, and show you. Okay. So there's a photo that's been circulating. Uh, it's of a man in his 70s. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it. And he's standing outside the emergency room, outside, outside, mm -hmm. with his hand over his heart. Mm. He's leaning up against the glass with a sign that says, thank you, all in emergency for saving my wife's life. I saw that. I love you all. A nurse who works in that hospital in Morristown, New Jersey, said that he had tears streaming down his face the entire time he was out there. Uh -huh. And if you haven't seen it, uh, just search like Morristown Hospital, thank you, or something like that. This is such a sweet photo. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh, look at that guy. Look at everybody does he look like the nicest man in the yeah, world, by the way? Like he does. Look at that guy. Mm -hmm. There's another photo that's a couple in there. I'm going to guess their 50s mm -hmm. uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh. And uh, they were seen on a nice little date. Not my parents. Did you see this? No. This is not your parents. <laughs> um, so they had picked up food from Mama Ricotta's restaurant. Not sure. No. Okay. And so they picked up food from there. Yeah. And... They stayed in the parking lot of this restaurant, uh -huh. and they were sitting on folded chairs, like fold-out chairs, uh -huh. and on a fold-out table on the bed of a pickup truck. Oh, they sounds were like North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh. These two. Oh, my gosh. First of all, they're in their 60s. Okay. I think. <laughs> I'm, gonna get I'm a, so technical. I'm going to say you're right. But that doesn't look like our parents. Yeah, you're right. Okay, 60s. <laughs> Um, it does give you. A, God, I don't think of my parents in their fifties. But they looks they look very cute, and that's look they're eating outside. I know. <laughs> that is. Cute. I love that they like parked. They climbed up on the bed of the truck. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. Got the table, the table. Look at the tablecloth. They even have, yeah. He's all tucked in like he got dressed up. Yeah. Look at them. Love it. And they're, uh, Meanwhile, I haven't they're, changed out of my sweatpants in three she's weeks. She's in her plaid. She's got a little Very plaid North Carolina. Going. Look at these two. <laughs> so, all right. So, I got, so this is my second photo. And then I have one more quick little story. Let's hear it. Before my favorite story. Mm. So, another quickie. In England, mm-hmm. Fiona and Adam Gordon got married last Saturday. Okay. Congrats, you two. Congratulations. But, of course, their reception was called off. Yeah. So they decided to have the catering company donate all of their wedding food that they were going to, that they'd ordered uh-huh. to workers at two hospitals over oh two days of, my over two days. Yeah. That is so nice. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. It's, they thought like, we don't want to cancel probably in like hurt this business too that was another were, part of it they, they still pl- paid for everything yeah and helped this this catering company and uh yeah nobody's gonna be having you know wedding receptions for a while yeah. so that food is probably so yummy so wedding good. food is the best <sighs> our wedding food was so good and to my favorite story of the week but really really up up uh selling it 90-year-old Geneva Wood mm-hmm. lives in Washington State and is a mother of five. She lives on her own in an apartment, but spent the beginning of this year recovering from a stroke at a nursing facility. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that nursing facility was the one that had become the epicenter of the U.S. coronavirus outbreak in the beginning of March. Uh. Just days before she was supposed to be discharged from that facility, she fell and broke her hip, uh-huh. extending her stay uh, there. And she's 90? That was March 4th. Two days later, on March 6th, she was diagnosed with COVID-19. She had just spent three months from January to March, or maybe even December to March, learning how to live again. My gosh, at 90 years old. At 90 years old. Just to do uh, essential things. Yeah. She had to relearn everything from, yeah. from recovering from the stroke. And now she's got a broken hip and COVID-19 oh at 90 gosh. years old. Her doctor called her kids. She had five kids. Mm-hmm. And told them that she may only have 24 hours to live. Oh my goodness. The family rushed to see her, but at first could only see her through a window. Her daughter, Cammie, said that her mom was crying out and trying to reach at them through Mm -hmm. the window. They were eventually allowed to suit up and one by one go in to hold her hand and talk to her. Yeah. By now, it was March 10th. Mm -hmm. And she was saying her goodbyes to her family members. Mm -hmm. And on the 11th, the rules totally changed. Everything changed on the 11th. And she was now in total isolation. Could not see her. The family watched from a distance as Geneva was taken to a local hospital where she would continue to be in total isolation. The family was there, though. They went, waiting for her in a small waiting room the size of a closet. They wanted Geneva to know that they were waiting for her, and they stayed there all day. Oh, that's so nice. She had gone a week without eating up until this point, but now a nurse came out to the waiting room and told Cammie and her siblings that Geneva wanted her favorite homemade potato soup that Geneva's mom 
made for her when she was sick, when she was younger. Yeah. That Geneva passed down to her kids. It was yeah. the family potatoes. Recipe. Yeah, exactly. That they would always give each other when they were sick. Yeah. So the siblings went back home and they whipped together a homemade batch of the soup and they brought it back to the hospital for them to keep it refrigerated for her. Yeah. She started to eat the soup. And at this point, she was able to see the family through a window. Mm-hmm. And Cammie said it was at that moment that her mom started to rally. Last week, the news came out. Geneva was clear of COVID-19. She beat it. Oh, my goodness. That is amazing. Off of a stroke with a broken hip at 90 years old, she beat it. Oh, my gosh. Cammie was allowed to hug her mom last week. She said that they gave each other the longest, hardest hug she's ever had in her life. Geneva has a ways to go, still, you know, recovering from a bad hip and still feeling the after effects from the virus. But she's now being cared for at Cammie's house. Geneva says she fought hard for her family. And she wants to send a message to people who are fighting coronavirus. She says, just don't give up. There's somebody out there to fight for. That is so nice. I'm going to cry. Oh, my god! My favorite story of the week. That is so sweet. And there's this, I, I don't have the photo here, but there's this great photo of her. She has her walker, and she's in the doorway of, I'm assuming, Cammie's house. Yeah. You know, going in. Ugh. I mean, she said her goodbyes. Yeah. And she's so old already. I yeah. mean, beyond COVID. Like, she mm-hmm. got COVID-19. Yep. She broke her hip, and she had a stroke. Yep. Wow. It's something, you know, they say sometimes it's just not your time. I know. And she said she still has a lot of life to live. I love that. That is so great. She's Geneva, we freaking love you. <laughs> Sending so much love to you and your family. Uh, I need a, I want to keep in touch and like, I mean, not like, yeah. you know, I want to just see. We'll follow along. Yeah, follow along. I will story. definitely keep tabs on, yeah. on Geneva and the Wood family um, in Washington State. Oh, this is so great. What a great week with great news. Great news. Wow. Yeah, I know. I needed this. Yeah. We needed this one. Yeah. So that's it. That's all, that's all I got for this oh, week. Oh, you did so good. Oh, my heart is so full. This is so nice. All right, so that's going to do it for this week of good news. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed this episode. This is good. Yeah. This is a fun one. Yeah, it was. Uh, so- and, and stay tuned. We're going to be posting the giving tree as a podcast question mark yeah we're not sure yet we're uh, definitely want to do a video of it that on sure. youtube yep with our voiceover and each page for read along we're thinking about doing it as a podcast episode let a, us know what what you guys yeah would what want. do you what would you like if you are listening and you're a mother or, or taking care of a child or a teacher or something like that and this can be beneficial for you please give us feedback and let us know um we'd love to get back in our ways uh also feel free to send us book recommendations yeah if you want to hear uh, us read uh, a book yeah for and we any, say children but i mean yeah, yeah it's nice for anybody any age definitely. really <laughs> but preferably it. a book with with characters in it too oh, which definitely. would be really fun to read no, no, um, no, I meant children's but I'm saying adults couldn't listen to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, 
you guys thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for sharing our podcast with your community and helping us spread love and positivity on mondays i feel like it's needed now more than ever mm-hmm. um i appreciate you so much we appreciate you so much i appreciate mm-hmm. you so much i appreciate you My favorite sweetest human in the whole world you, you, you. um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, thank you guys so much. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and we'll see you on Wednesday. Bye everybody. Have a great day and night and we love you. We love you. you. Bye everybody. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.